Hey guys, what's up? This is Telly. This is Zach. This is Matt. And Tony. And this is the TWA Family Hour podcast. Welcome back. We are currently in the album entirety conversation uh, going through each album starting at the beginning. Hopefully you've listened to our uh, episodes on Empire, Deceiver, and Life Cycles. Today that brings us to album number three. Um, kind of in a weird way, maybe the like the stepchild of the TWA discography, uh, our album Real. Um, it's funny to me because I think this album has so many like misconceptions about it. Um, you know, some of the songs that are very successful off of it, some of the ways that, you know, we experimented on that record. I think that uh, because of some of the trials we went through in making it and then not just making it, but then trying to recover it and get it mixed and getting it to sound the way that we all like anticipate in our heads. Um, it doesn't get like necessarily the appreciation within our fan base, I think, or even sometimes our own band of like yeah. how actually like cool that record is. Um, True. And obviously like Lighthouse is the biggest song off that album. Um, and uh, because of that, I think it kind of makes people have a certain perception of what that record sounds like as a whole. But to me, I think it's one of our most diverse records um, sonically. I think a lot of the songs are really cool. I think a lot of the songs have great moments and uh, very special characteristics. To you them. guys like um, you guys jammed in a room to write some of these songs, didn't you? you like jam together. This is before the victim. like yeah. we really Play the started. Victim. Class Castle. Yeah. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Glass, Glass Castle. Castle. Um, that was one. Mm -hmm. That, that might have been yeah. like the last album that we like sat we down sat all. all like a, yeah. I think those are the last two songs that were written that way. Written that yeah. Way. Glass Castle was the last one. Yeah. Before technology. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. This was before computers. We were really made. tried everything <laughs> for that album. We did, like you know we had songs that I think you know like we we all like we personally wrote and then we had songs we you know we flew out you know we did uh we did john feldman for lighthouse on the runaway and um so i we like you know we did we wrote songs in a room you know we tried everything for that record and uh and i remember when we were trying to name it too and like we didn't even you know we were in mexico city uh yeah and uh, some, yeah, we like didn't know what to call it because like we were mexico. like it's it is such a diverse album honestly um like sonically which is it, it really i don't think it gets enough credit for sure I wasn't there yeah. either, by the way. I was not involved in this record, so <laughs> I'm counting on you guys. You were there to, in uh, spirit. You were there yeah. in spirit, of course. <laughs> this we, is, yeah. yeah, we did this with Cam, uh, with Cameron Mizell, and um, in Arizona. Where was that in Arizona? It, I remember it like took us in Peoria. Uh, Peoria. Yeah, it was like a 45, 50-minute drive for, I think, you know, both of us. Yeah. You know, um, and it was, uh, it was a, it was a, it was a, how was the experience for you guys? How was it? I mean, it was, I think there's like a lot of great things that happened during it, but a lot of, I mean, we literally were almost never in the studio all at the same time. Yeah. And that's the only record that's been like that where like Tony would be in by himself. You would be on by yourself. Yeah. Luke would be in by himself. Daniel would be in by himself. I'd be in by myself. Um, I went, I wasn't there for the entire process. Um, 
and I know that when I stayed there, I was staying by myself in like this weird, weird studio house. Area. So it was like so creepy, and <laughs> I just didn't feel very comfortable there. And I, it, I had the vibe like everyone didn't really want to be there. It, it felt more like people were coming in like individually than like, hey, like we're coming in. together. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. Everyone was just like, as soon as they could leave, they were gone. And then I would just like be there by myself and with Cameron and he'd just be like, well, you want to get hammered drunk? <laughs> we drive <laughs> to the liquor store and we just get hammered and work on vocals or, or literally not work on anything at all when yeah. we were like needing to. Um, and you know me in the studio, I'm like, I want to be there the whole time. I want to like work. I'm like, I'll go until someone stops. And Cameron was kind of like that, but not at the same time. Like the hours were all over the place. He said he was down, but like he like wouldn't be like down. Well, some days we'd start like early. Some days it'd be like 4 p.m. Some days it'd be like, hey, let's go late. Like it was all over the place place, and there was no like no real great communication or leadership on the record. And Mm -hmm. like with the exception of like glass castle, play the victim. And then obviously um, the runaway and lighthouse, the rest of the songs were either Zach's songs or Tony songs. Yeah. And the record, it sounds like that, you know, like you go from like 94th street collapsing like that style to to struggle and claw to struggle and claw my way. way, And um, I'm trying to think of one. I mean, there's a, what's a, uh, what was Cat Noises was the, uh, Cat Noises became the bonus song. Broken bonus circuit. song. Broken Circuit was, a, oh, yeah. cat, oh, okay. did Cat Noises become Broken Circuit? No, uh, no, no. Cat Noises, cat noises uh, became, became the, the bonus, bonus song. song. Yeah. But Broken Circuit was but another song was, that you can tell. What is the like, bonus song called? Um, Pull Us Out of the Grave? No, not that oh, no. one. Well, no. that is one. That is um, another one. Yeah. The it's, other one is, it was a European only release <laughs> what's oh, that song called uh, i may have never even heard this some of these so demos i played it yeah. on tour and you were like i've never heard this yeah <laughs> I, I played Articun- it no articuno became to struggle and fall my way yep. okay, yeah yeah uh, I which i actually i do like that song uh you know there's a and like it's so weird because there's never so, forget never forget. Oh, yeah, never forget yeah there's a couple moments you know what i mean in all in every song um off of that cd that in the couple parts that are just like hit so hard and are like you know, whether it be like the the lyrics or the vocals or, you know what I mean, the guitar or drums, Luke shredded on that album. That was, that was that his was first, Luke's album. Yeah. first album. First album, he had a point. He had. He sure did go off. He sure yeah. did go. He had a point to prove. And he was, mm-hmm. everything was, you know what I mean? And I think that, that we were writing kind of based on that too a little bit. Um, we definitely were um, gearing the songs more towards drums and like yeah. individualism than like trying to write like the s- songs song. necessarily. Yeah. But we were also in the first stages of writing great songs too. Like it, mm-hmm. I think we needed to make that record to be able to write dark matter. Um, and which obviously we'll talk about more in the next episode, but um I I remember like I got a batch of songs and I was in with Eric Ron and I was doing pre-pro demo vocals and that's how I met Eric um, and I was like I love working with Eric um, but him and I would be there and just be like this doesn't make sense for, like th- same thing as like some of the other things like yeah but it that's was, why I was like so baffled to find out that he even helped or worked on that record at all in a way it was well the guys came out and we tried to like work with him in the studio yeah. and it just went so badly <laughs> he, he it was so he was like yeah. these aren't songs these are just parts he showed yeah. us some of those old recordings of like so you guys would 
get together in his live room. Hey, this is before yep. the studio was even finished. Jam. And you guys would jam, and he would record the live jams of it. But yeah. it was cool because he was showing us. Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, at least some of it I hadn't heard, heard since then. Mm-hmm. Like some of those songs. But yeah. I think I think there's some amazing songs on that record. I think there's some so many crazy like cinematic crazy like sounding things that i think like we've used like moving forward in in a way yeah um what a lot of people don't know is that record w- like a lot of parts are missing <laughs> and uh cameron's hard drive with like almost all the stuff like either he lost it it broke something to where everything was mislabeled and different things. The mix was like not sounding right at all. And Dan Corniff like saved, saved that, record that record as yeah. much as he could. He like in the 11th hour, like was like, I will mix this record. And he did it for cheaper than he normally would have. And definitely cheaper than he should have for all the work he had to do. But he, I remember him saying like, he got like the files finally from cam and it would be like background vocals and it would be a lead guitar part or it would be like on the snare, same track snare. Yeah. No, no, no. Like just, it, it, just everything was mislabeled and just, yeah. all, so he had to literally listen oh to God. every single part and every single song relabel and then try to start Piece mixing from there and with very little reference. So it was literally like solving like a, puzzle. A, a crazy puzzle yeah. where like you have a thousand pieces that are all black. Yeah. And and he somehow I think he made it sound pretty great for what he had to work with. Yeah. Because we he didn't record camera didn't record straight like direct tones. Like Yeah, I remember so, that. It was yeah. no we did record like direct tones. We didn't do like a direct We didn't out. do a direct out. Yeah. So like we like, were oh that's what I mean. So oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like if you record with this whatever distortion and whatever that's, that's what it how was. it sounded. Yeah, well, we did it off the axe effects. But we didn't That's do right. it like a. I don't we think we do, did. Do we didn't send out. it out though, yeah. which was like that was like we were gonna our try mistake. Yeah, we tried that out we and were, like we you were, know it didn't go as planned. Obviously, yeah, we we're planning um, to reamp all the guitars and everything, yeah. and even the the samples and stuff. A lot of the at least a lot of my song, a lot of the songs I wrote, they were literally from what I wrote the on demos. off Same the demos, the demo. like yes, off Logic. Some of those like on a um, Never Forget and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I was hoping, you know what I mean? He, like get, to get yeah. some of the sounds. Just kind of use that stuff, stuff like for that. references, and then yeah. we didn't really. By the time like it was, you know, getting to wrap everything up, we're like, fuck, we don't have any extra time to even go back to this. We just got to try to mix this record and yeah. try to make it sound as, you know. And we finished possible. the record before Lighthouse and the Runaway mm-hmm. happened. So, like, the record was completely done for, I think, months. And when, we, like, needed more. And, we felt like, and yeah. I remember Fearless was like, we would like... It's the only time they've ever asked us to, like, go back in the studio. And they were like, we have an opportunity for you guys to go in with John Feldman, which obviously, like, I mean, that first used record is, like, one of my favorite records of all time. He's done so much iconic shit with Good Charlotte and just... So many bands that like, yeah. why would you not want to at least Get give that it a shot? And, and, try, yeah. and and I definitely like we learned I think a lot about um, you know ourselves and the band and how everyone works differently in that. But um, you know the way that Felty was versus Cam versus how Andrew Wade had been versus Joey. Like we had just had like three records in a row where we did something different in a different place yeah. with different team. Uh, and a different team from like our A and R was different. Each one of those records, 
Um, and it was just kind of like chaos. Like I feel, I feel like that record was like very chaotic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was my least favorite, um, as far as like, even when I had that, my only like really great moments, like with that record were like hanging out with Eric and writing the parts and songs in LA. So similarly to where we left off with life cycles, like yeah. we still were like not having a healthy studio. That was a very, that was a very weird, uh, studio experience. Definitely. Like I think for everyone, I think that was like the one record where like we released together. You know what I mean? Like, uh, just the fact that we weren't really all in there at the same time, there was very few times that, you know, it was all of us. And like, uh, that alone, I think, was just like the one of the biggest things that, like, you know, the disconnect on that record, you know, between all of us. But like, uh, yeah, that I think that record was probably even like over life cycles, like had like a weirder. I wouldn't say worse, but just a weird like its own kind of like you know. Well, at least vibe. with life cycles, you guys were all there for the music, and you guys were more on the same page. I feel like on real it was like no one liked each other's songs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was I like, like it, too. And, and so there's like a clear shift in like vibe. Like you have terminal 94th street collapsing, like say that's one world that it lives in. And yeah. then you have the broken circuit. Um, never forget to struggle and call my way. Those are another world and that's your world. Yeah. But there there was no like there was no interchange you and like, Tony's soon, and yeah. Tony and yours. It yeah. was just like here's what it is. And, and then there was and, Runaway and Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. And Runaway and yeah. Lighthouse. And then Glass Cla- Glass Castle and Play the Victim, which were two songs, you know what I mean? So there yeah, was like all these like, like songs that like I feel like it, it sounds like when I heard that record and now hearing that there was like it was chaos to make. I can hear <laughs> that chaos in the record, yeah. honestly, because yeah. it's it's pretty all over the place. And I mean, not that it's bad or anything. It's just you could tell it's like. Yeah, I don't think like we'll be doing all over. Like yeah, there's yeah. not a vibe yeah. to the no, album. Like, yeah. you can't be like, oh, there's vibe. For the, like, yeah, there's dark no matter. like cohesiveness yeah. from song to song. There are songs that are cohesive together, but it's like. Mm-hmm. Here's this three song EP. Here's this three yes. song. Yeah. Exactly. Here's That's this two song. Like. Here's the two like. Yeah. And, um, and then even like within the message of like the record, like some songs were really like uplifting and really like hopeful, and then there were some like Glass Castle, for instance, it was like really negative Just. and angry still, and uh, I think that was like very indicative of like where the band was at where we we honestly didn't know who we were as a band and we I think we were we knew that where life cycles had been wasn't fully us and yeah. and I think we were realizing we didn't really want to just play straight up like metalcore so we were trying to expand our sound which mm-hmm. is what brought some of the experimentation we really loved astral plane from mm-hmm. life cycles and i think like tony probably was like how can we take that and make it a little more structured and that's when you get like collapsing i think collapsing is like one of my favorite songs we've ever written because to me it's like if astral plane was like a structured song mm-hmm. and it's just emotional and yeah. that's what drew me into some of those and then like some of the more upbeat fast ones i'm like oh this is like for musicians and like this is for people who 
they just want the one-liner breakdown. And so it wasn't as fulfilling for me writing lyrics to some of the other songs. Because yeah. I, mm-hmm. it, with the exception of Never Forget, which obviously is about Mitch from Suicide Silence, um, that one was really meaningful. Um, and I really love that song. I think it was his birthday just recently, yesterday. too. Yeah. I think yesterday, yesterday or something. And then it's going to be uh, his, I don't know how many year anniversary. Was that? In November 1st, right? Five or six, seven? Uh, 2012, eight, eight years. Wow. Eight years. Yeah. I On the night after Halloween was when I got the text from Alex and I was... I literally thought I was still dreaming and I was like, this is a really weird fucking dream. And I'm like, this is not real. And then I like woke up and I was like, Oh, holy shit. Yeah. And it it was just so blunt because Mm -hmm. like, how do you like share that news? We had just toured with suicide silence Mm -hmm. and Europe and And all stars tour and all stars tour. And we love those dudes hanging out with them. It's so fun to tour with them, even though sonically our bands, even at our heaviest never should have been touring together (laughs) with them. Um, but it was still fun. And I, you know, watching them live is, is always like a, a really fun time. Dan Kenny, um, him and I still talk all the time. We're both huge Cowboys fans and those dudes, uh, like anytime you see them, it's they're just like a very like sweet, mm-hmm. sweetheart band, Good guys, yeah. uh, which is so funny because like they are the it's most opposite man, yeah. of that like on stage. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think just going back to the record, like it felt like we were multiple bands. And, and I remember even like play like you know like taking that like on tour and stuff, like because um, I think we had Warp Tour almost. Pretty, pretty sh- like shortly after we, you know, yeah, the, the record we, came the out. Record I think came out. I think in like the June. first, like one of the first days or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we were like bringing some of these songs to Warp Tour, and, and so uh, it was like playing like even like you know Glass Glass play, Castle and then Lighthouse. And, um, and, and, play, the and, play, and play the victim. And play the victim. Yeah. I think it was on three you were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was when yeah. my drum tech. Yeah. 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 yeah, my first. Uh, the touring aspect of it, I think, was was like kind of like odd too you know what i mean it was good was, though it, was, like it did really good it was really, really awesome. good for us yeah, yeah it was yeah it went yeah, from it such sick. an odd like that was the thing the songs did really well yeah like the the record sold well like charted well um it's streamed pretty consistently mm-hmm. um over the years it's not that it hasn't done well it's just like no one will uh, obviously Kelly is like the yeah. runaway queen. Um, there, there are a group of fans that like the, the, the real album is their favorite album and it's none of the band's favorite <laughs> yeah. album, but it has songs I love. And then it has songs that I'm not like that big of a fan of. I feel like we grew out of the the record very quickly. Very mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's a good way of putting it. It's like we had these things that I think there was a moment where we were all like, this is sick, but it didn't last nearly as long as it did with anything else we'd ever done. Yeah. And so I think even though the touring was great, that was like the thing that like saved us from like really being like, fuck oh, this shit. record. Dude, like, I remember, didn't that album come out on the um, New Mexico date? Maybe. The it, day that the, the, uh, the monster stage sea, uh, roof blew off. Remember and we played the monster stage? Oh, you guys played the no monster roof. stage with no roof? I remember that because it was my lips and my mouth my tongue was so dry just being in the heat and singing on warp tour with just direct sun on you i was like this is so brutal 
Um, I remember that day for that. And I think that's actually the first day I started playing Pokemon Go, which Pokemon that Go was, when that was blowing up. up on that tour. Damn, I don't remember. That's, that was like that was the thing. Everyone yeah, was playing was Pokemon really? Go. On Warped Tour? Yeah, mm-hmm. on Warped Tour, yeah, that was huh. that was the I remember being, being home for during Pokemon Go and walking around Tempe Town Lake <laughs> the first time that I yeah. downloaded it. So 2016 is yeah. when I started playing. I was like fucking nerds. You were you were really into it. Well, at first I wasn't. I was really I was, into oh, it. Oh, no, you Zach were. Was, that's right. I was really into it. I didn't play yeah. it for two years after that. That's right. And, and then, then you I were, got you were walking a, around and dude, shit. Yeah. Like, I spent like, I, I think, 40 or 60 bucks on like the coins or whatever. Oh, uh, dude, I probably spent like $400 uh, yeah, on I, Pokemon <laughs> Go. Oh, man. Jeez. Dude, but you got, that's how it's I still play every once in a while. I like, it forces you to walk around and see things. I've used it in Europe a lot where like, you can see like on the map. What I will say is, it's really cool that you see these places on the map. We're like, oh, well, that's cool. I want to go there. And yeah. because you're playing this game, it's like kind of fun, and you're like catching Pokemon. And I'm yeah. like, but you're also like seeing history. So I'm like, it's really cool to play in Europe or place outside of the U.S. Within the U.S., I'm just like wandering around to like downtown cities, just like <laughs> people are like, yeah, it all looks the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. But you got, we like shortly touched on it, but I think you guys should get into it a little more, but like, uh, what it was like recording with Feldman. Yeah. Cause I remember hearing some like interesting Dude, stories. Was, I loved him. it. And I think I was the only one who I, did. I, I honestly, I, I, I thought it was, I was super excited and I thought, I don't know. I, I was pumped on it. I just like the music part of it i was like not stoked on it but the whole recording process was sick i remember we were like sitting in a studio and we're like well he's like do you guys have any songs or references you know i can hear to like what you're kind of going we're like well here like life cycles is one of our bigger songs off our latest album and stuff Um, but you know we're willing to try some new things (laughs) and you're just sitting there and then he was like all right one second and he had his keyboard and started playing like that (laughs) chord progression for lighthouse on there and he's like all right one second don't or imports or exports the song on his like phone or some shit just the little chord progression just the chord progression gets up just leaves the studio and we're all sitting there like what the hell jumps on a longboard and just skates away (laughs) and he's (laughs) he's got his phone like tuning his ear and he's just skating around his house because he has a pretty big property so he was skating around his house and we just see him like from the inside looking out the window he's rolling what around the going fuck like is this guy doing singing and he comes back in he's like all right i got an idea what do you guys think of this <laughs> comes in starts recording goes in the vocal booth and he's just like we stand up tall and we're like yeah fuck like, yeah, it was, <laughs> we're like, everyone was like this is so catchy like, this, like, this is, is the catchiest thing of all like, time and yeah. we're just like looking at each other like what the fuck just, what happened? just happened so he built basically the entire bones of the song drums bass but like programmed like very ba- the most basic yeah. you could possibly imagine. Like he was like, this is just like there. He's like, we'll, we'll build out whatever he, he was like, but like, I think this melody is it. I think these are the start of the lyrics. Like he wrote, we stand up tall in the dark. Never forget. We are a lighthouse burning all like he wrote that whole line. 
it's, within like 40 minutes or 30 minutes, I feel like. He just got up and was like, dun, 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 dun. goes running around with skateboard singing, comes back, records that, and we're just like, what the fuck? I remember, <laughs> like, we were yeah. like, it's Dude, undeniably it catchy. Yeah. So we're like, so we're catchy. like, fuck, yeah, it's like, undeniable. This is, it was undeniably yeah. like catchy and good. Yeah. So we were like, well, fuck, yeah, we got to. It's this John film, and we have to just go with it and try it regardless. Mm. Yeah. And that's when we like kind of just went off that and. He started adding like our character in the with song. With guitars, it was so funny because he'd be sitting looking. He would, like he'd be like, scene. play something like this. He wouldn't tell you like what Dude. to play, but he would just be like, play something different. Play something like blah, blah. It was literally this. It felt exactly like the scene from, t- what's that movie? Uh, Pick of Destiny with Tenacious D. Yep. When like fucking Jack Black's like, play a little faster. No, no, not that. that do this. Do that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> motherfucker. Like yeah. singing. Yeah. That's and I was literally like, hey, exactly. Like, sweating, like, sweating, yeah. And yeah, I was like trying to play that, yeah. like the lead riff, whatever, in the chorus. And it did. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Looking at him like for his approval. And then I was like, finally got that. Whatever little over the yeah, chorus he's like, yeah, 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 he's like that's, that's it. it lay it down we're like i don't even know what the fuck i just played like i can't remember just coffee like, pumping through yeah. his veins and then the, i know and then like yeah. you did like the lead in the bridge and he's like try something else do that that's it that's it and, and like, oh, i don't I, know what I, I remember being so nervous like like before going in there like you know what i mean oh my god like we're about to i know something's gonna happen you know what i mean we're about to write a hit or like john feldman yeah. and like just going in there it was so like like just being, you know what I mean. Like I was the, nervous. Like, I was nervous for sure. And then like I didn't know what to play. You know what I mean. I like tried to for sure overcompensate. And like that, he was just like, no, 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 stop. And like I even remember we brought a couple songs in, and he would press play. Like, Next, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah we like, showed him some, some demos and things, no. and like, he he was like. Okay, this is horrible. What else you got? Yeah, he listened. To yeah. like, he was like, so brutal about the yeah. songs. Honestly, which though, was cool. Like, it that was, was. Yeah, it I don't was, mind that. I, no, I liked it. No, it was, great. Like, it was a, time. We couldn't. You couldn't even say anything because you're like, well, who the this fuck is, am I? This who, is John Filmon. There's, there's he gold is and platinum records everywhere. Entire studio. I'm like, it's John. I'm like, holy cow! Yeah, you know, the funniest thing I thought was like he was so much chaotic energy with like Tony and Zach, but then Daniel playing bass. He can't say anything because Daniel is so fucking good at bass and yeah. he came up with like the craziest yeah. like things that he was just like sure <laughs> like it's in the key but yeah. like what And He's that like, was All right. a really like I don't, like for Luke especially I was going to ask oh, I was like I heard dude, Luke that was time. the like, experience with Luke, Luke, Luke yeah. I thought Luke was going to quit the band yeah. <laughs> Luke was I, I thought he was going to get out of the studio and literally be like That was a huge no. test for Luke I feel like too I think he once we, because we did obviously all the songs before Lighthouse and the Runaway, and he was going off. So I think he had that mindset of like, I have something to prove, like we were saying yeah. before. So he went in there and he wanted to fucking shred over it, and he was like, No. And he tried. Yeah. He, he literally tried, at yeah. one point, so Luke's shredding, and he was like, Way too much. Like, he, he's being like very, Brutal. like, Brutally honest. he's like, What are you trying to even play? He's like, are you? Do you hear the song? He's <laughs> oh literally like that. He was really blunt, brutal, <laughs> and it got to the point where like Luke keeps like gradually toning it down, but still was like a hundred and fifty. Luke was off. joking, writing the like writing the songs. He was just like, fine. How about this? And then oh, yeah. John's like, yeah, yes. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Like, oh, so right. this he, he so Luke's doing this. He hits mute, so he can't hear. Turns around in his chair, and he was like, "Why the fuck are you guys here?" He's like, oh. why are you here? Are you here to write songs or are you here to just fucking like jerk off on your instruments? He's, and he was like, look like he's screaming at us. 
Luke can't hear anything other than he just mutes, turns around, and it's just like, all you can see is his hands. He's just like, and I can only, I can only imagine what Luke was probably like thinking yeah. being there. And he's just like, and that's when he like broke and was just like, I'm going to play the most simple, like straightforward parts. And yeah. then he was like, yes, that. So Luke just swallowed did, his pride and he was not happy. He, he looked like he was miserable and angry. Like while he was recording. Yeah. Luke's experience was different than everyone's. Mm-hmm. For, yeah, definitely. It was brutal. And then for me and vocals, I went in, did that. And he was just like, try something different for four count. Boom. And then I had to like lyrics, vocals, melody, everything. And then every time had to be something different. Oh, fuck. So I'm like, this is the most chaotic way of tracking vocals I ever have in my whole life. And his whole thing was like, it doesn't give you too much time to either overthink something. And maybe you'll stumble across something like really cool that your mind just like creates. And that's how the rest of the vocals for the whole song were were just all me basically freestyling and he would be like nope one two three four nope one two three four and i had to have a completely different idea every single time as chaotic as it was it was we took a lot from that yeah i loved it i learned so much i loved it and it made me better at coming up with ideas like in the booth and being like more like spontaneous with vocals you over we overthink a lot of shit when we're writing music so like being put on the spot and just doing the first thing that comes to your mind i think is brings out the the most character Mm -hmm. for each you know musician and uh but yeah i think we took a lot from that and like apply that to our newer songs after that yeah, yeah. i think so and like but obviously we had more like of our vibe and what we were kind of going for but uh it was honestly i had such a great experience even though it was crazy for some of us and whatnot <laughs> and it was like the tension but it was like fuck it, yeah this it's was weird so because cool. it was way better yeah. than the cam i session. think about like At real the worst i think about real better. and i think about like the studio experience and i literally tie all of like you know what i mean like all anything good just to John, you know what I mean? That John, like the whole John. How long were you guys there? Two days. Just two days. Two days Dude, for you guys. Two days, and then two days yeah. for me. Yeah. Oh, it was wow. like okay. four or five days we had to yeah. finish two songs. Yeah. It was from like, scratch. From scratch. Yeah, yeah. Every single aspect of it yeah. was done. So, so you recorded drums songs. there? Yeah. 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 Okay. So every other song was re- recorded in a different room besides yeah. those two? Yeah. Oh, and he was like, I'm mixing these songs. Oh really? He yeah. Like, so yeah. he mixed them. He those are the only two songs that Dan Cornuff didn't mix. Yeah. Oh, okay. I do love how those songs. Those sound no, they sound, sound fucking yeah. amazing. It, it, it sound has great. that sound. Yeah. yeah. The Runaway is to me my favorite of the two, and it actually I think aside from some of the lyrics, which aren't like all of our favorites, the song sounds cool. The song is it, and there's some really him. cool parts mm-hmm. in that song. Melodies um, and like it like. Guitar stuff is really the sick bass yeah. literally goes off. Daniel is like Daniel tapping, shredding, doing like this. And yeah, he's Daniel as well had a point to prove, like big time. Like he oh, was that his there. first record too. No, life no, no, cycles. life cycles, life cycles. Yeah. But, but Daniel was officially there, like, in the band. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, and he, I remember he killed it. He, I like he is definitely like he was, you know, such, such a strong, you know what I mean, like backbone, like when it came to bass for those songs for sure. Yeah. Oh. This might be the third podcast in a row where he brought up Daniel. I mean, yeah, especially about the records. You know? <laughs> I love Daniel. I was yeah. just talking to Daniel the uh, other day. Same. Shout out. Corling was coming down to L.A. 
um, the day that I got here mm. and he hit me and Daniel up. He was like, I want to reunite with my sons. <laughs> <laughs> and I was Dad like, oh, I'm going to Arizona. To He's Corlin. like, oh, well, I'm going to Arizona. Corling's coming to Arizona. Oh, uh, nice. I think he gets here the 23rd, Friday. Oh, cool. I, oh, okay. I, I think he gets here Friday. Um, but yeah, I mean, all in all, that record, I think listening back to it now, I remember some of my favorite memories from like that album cycle where like playing it and me and Matt would always have this thing with terminal. Um, and there's like all these little inside like things that like, I think we have a weird, like negative perception of that record. But when you actually think about it, like there was some positive, there was a lot of like great times and the tours, like the the shows were insane. Yeah. That's when it was was, people singing lighthouse so loud it was we were like this is life cycles but for a whole song mm-hmm. yeah and we we're south like america. this is crazy yeah. south america yeah. oh, that man. song would go that's crazy off. yeah it was the first time i think our band like we had songs where the crowd was truly singing louder than we could even like play the the, mm-hmm. the sound of us playing one yeah. one memory from that that i i really cherished and was great was i remember we had a day off and cameron me, Luke, Kevin Newland, I think his last name, Kevin yeah. Newland, who was like the engineer, yeah. and uh, Tyler Brown. We mm. did a night hike. And it was, I can't remember the area, but it was in Arizona. We went to this place. It was probably about an hour or two hour hike at night, like late at night, probably mm-hmm. like 9 p.m., 10 p.m. We met. That's wild to hike at night. Dude, it was fucking scary. It was night crazy. <laughs> and it was all downhill, and we were just like, I don't know. He was like, let's just fucking do this hike and like refresh our brains, like start fresh. Let's go do this like kind of inspirational like hike. So we went down for like an, it had been at least an hour. I was like, fuck, are we almost there? And it finally led us to this like beautiful, like 12 or 20 foot like waterfall or cliff and like into this pond. And it was so fucking cool. I was like, how the hell did you find this? And he's like, dude, I, I I come here pretty often. And I think no one brought anything besides, like, some blankets. And I think there was maybe one blow-up mattress or two blow-up mattresses that Luke and Tyler blew up, and they slept on the mattress in the pond. And it was just, like, floating around in this little pond at night. And then we were laying down. I just had, like, a blanket, and I think I brought, like, a thick pillow or something. I was just laying on the dirt with this blanket and a sheet. And we had a can of, like, we didn't bring any food or any snacks. I think we brought, like, barely anything and, like, a some booze yeah we were sitting there and i remember like there was a huge fucking spider like walked over someone and while we were laying down we're like ah and i was like fuck that i literally slept the whole i literally slept the whole night with just the sheet wrapped around my whole body so nothing could like get on, get on me or bite me or anything so i was like oh i think we slept for like maybe 30 minutes got back up <laughs> woke up when the when the sun when the sun came yeah. up we were just jumping off the cliff swimming around and then hiked back and i think we went back to the studio and just started i remember recording. you guys saying that yeah I remember, and it I, was fucking cool i though. didn't go i remember i left and then like you guys like i left early and then i went there the next day and you guys were like still there and i remember like that next morning you guys had like all that you know like talked about it or whatever or the it next was day. really cool though like we did the hike and once we got back to the top i was just like that was the most most spontaneous crazy thing i think i've done in a really long time but it was That's it was tight. sweet that was a good memory that yeah. i always have yeah but yeah, um, i mean i think there were some great times and 
I like some of the songs more now than I did then. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, th- sure. I think I appreciate them, you know, a bit more. And um, yeah, I, th- I think there are some some great Absolutely. times like yeah. we had on that record. Obviously, that's when Matt came back to the fold. Mm-hmm. And, yep. you yep. know, that was the beginning of, you know, what would eventually lead to you joining the band. Yep. Yeah. And then Diego. Oh, did he? Um, he checked. Did Luke hurt himself on... On the uh, Chelsea, 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 which was part get, of that. Get, get real to it. Yeah, get real to it. Then you had yeah. to play the yeah. last the show. Real sick tour. Real oh, sick real tour. Sick yeah. Real, real sick, sick tour. tour. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's get right. real was with the yeah. color morale. Yeah, and we had that was the the touring. That was my first touring time was so much fun. Great. We had yeah. so many had good some, friends to tour with. Color morale, like Moss to Flames. Chelsea Grin. Yeah, it was also the Europe tour was Oceans Eight Alaska. Yeah, one of their first tours as well. Yeah, but yeah, that was a. That there was, was some a, a lot time. of good and there was like you know some bad and uh mm-hmm. but i think we learned we a learned lot. a lot from that record and that whole Absolutely. experience uh yeah definitely like moving and i think that's when we started to move forward you know shift what I mean? gears as a unit yeah and like, like collectively i think that was the one thing we took away was you know what i mean like the individualism mm-hmm. and like you know what i mean like is okay but it needs to work within like you know what i mean yeah like, the aspect the of whole. the whole you like you know yeah. s- songs and like band we'll definitely get into that in dark matter because For sure real the transition between real and dark matter was night and day yeah night and day and Big we time. were like put a lot of pressure and stress on each other being like listen real we're not really super happy with or we weren't at least all on the same page yeah dark matter is make it or break. Make it, that yeah. was the make or that break. Was that was the like, first time we had a conversation of like, like that. The band needs to end. Yeah. 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 If like, this doesn't happen, then, you know. Yeah. And that's where we'll pick up yeah. uh, with the yeah. next episode. Um, Want to just say thank you to um, Telefunken Microphones uh, taking care of us as always, making sure we sound way cooler than we actually do in Crisp. real life. Um and make sure you guys are liking, subscribing to, rating five stars, uh, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Share it with your friends. And we will see you on the next episode. We'll see you later. Peace out. Peace. Later.